host, Alex Gorblax Jaffe, and our ghost guests this week are Frankenstein Cifaldi. Nice. Oh, uh, uh, hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. The Grim Rogers. Nice. Vito Ghostwaldi. Yeah, how are you? And Brandon Sheffield, better known as, oh, no, there's a monster right behind you. Oh, man, my name sucks. Oh, man. You got too bad, B-Randon. No, you were supposed to react. There is a monster behind you. Yeah, you were supposed to scream. Oh, I thought that was... Since I was other known as, well... The ghost host. (laughs) (laughs) The ghost ghost host. host. And you are my ghost guests. Ghost guest. I don't want to be a ghost. I'm the Grim Rogers. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm a ghost. Vito Ghost Waldy. The Phantom of the Podcast returns. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Phantom Podcaster. Back and better than ever. Mm. So I guess it's going to be Halloween in just seven days, guys. Yeah. That's probably accurate, yeah. You know what I'm going to do on Halloween? Yep. Sit at home, <laughs> do some work. Have a little cry time? <laughs> no, I'm not going to cry. I don't, I, don't, I don't perceive anyone's enjoyment of Halloween as being real. I don't, I don't think that they're actually enjoying it. So I just... What? Yeah, I think Halloween's dumb. Reality's a fabrication anyway. Yeah, heck yeah. Heck yeah. I plan on finally watching The Thing. Oh, that's cool. It. It's a movie about something. Yeah, you should something. Watch, don't you have to watch, like, The Golem or something? I mean, don't you have to watch a Jewish thing? <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, there's no rule that every movie I have to watch has to be in Hebrew or about Jewish themes. There's right. some cool Hebrew movies, though. I just don't know. I just don't know religious customs like i know that christians can only watch the passion of the christ on halloween because that's that's a horror movie for christians that's ah. a pretty good horror movie me and brandon watched that movie earlier this year didn't we on my big old tv we sure did that was where i learned about jesus man it really uh, it really changed my uh, my view of of jesus oh you've heard the good news <laughs> i've heard the good news the, now. The, the good news is oh my god this guy's getting beat the heck up <laughs> i sure didn't know that story before and now i do and uh it changed like ben hur and a whole bunch of other movies for me because it's like oh man that's what those dudes are talking about that's who that dude is i had no idea ben hur's a cool movie mm-hmm. yeah man i like that movie so much me and brandon and delicious McCune went to see that in a in a theater on the easter time in, mm-hmm. uh, in alameda on a big old screen I remember that because I wanted to see it in that theater and I forgot it was happening and no one invited me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were like, should we invite Frank? And then we were like, nah. <laughs> it was it was like on a Sunday or something and, and I feel like I invited you. I'm going to go back through my text messages. Oh, you definitely did not. I'm going to go back through my texts. We're going to do it. We're going to talk about that later, though. I want to rewind and make and, sure. uh, and, and, and make a really bad joke based on something. Oh, do it, do it, do it. Do it. Um, you said you were going to watch the thing, and I was going to say something to the effect of, oh, that's that Fantastic Four spinoff, right? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks. Halloween, the holiday just about the Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> you guys all know how this works. I'm going to give you a question. You're going to answer that question in six minutes. If you go over, I play this terrible noise, and we're going to do that about ten times, and then we can end this dang show. However, the horror this week is that there really are no answers. <laughs> Please tell me that you guys are going to overlay Monster Mash over the, like, for the whole podcast. We'll try that. 
We, we I, I, later. We don't talk about production issues during the podcast, Vito. Well, production issues, production version, right? We, we don't get, we, at, get at Vito. We don't plan the podcast during the podcast. Okay, that's for oh, the other new right. internet. Speaking of the podcast, let's do the podcast. I'm ready. <laughs> Which video ready. game franchises could benefit from a Halloween themed entry? Castlevania. <laughs> How would yes. you differentiate a Halloween Castlevania from other Castlevania? Pumpkin heads on everything. Yeah, it would just be like pumpkins and, and lights and, and uh, candy. There's definitely not enough candy in Castlevania. And there, he, he, he could have a trick or treat weapon. Candy Vania? Mm-hmm. Trick or treat? Trick candy, or treat van, candy van. Yeah. Trick or treat Ovania. Mm-hmm. It could be called. Um, they could overlay. They could remix the the, the Castlevania theme song, the dun 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 dun, dun, dun with with Monster Mash. So it could be dun 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 dun, dun, dun Monster Mash like that. <laughs> <laughs> you could do that. What do you That's think? Should be playing in the uh, in the grand ballroom area. Is yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody out there with uh, access to the musics. Can you guys do that, please? Do I want, yeah. want eight bit chip tune Castlevania music mixed with uh, monster mash somebody please for the love of god please somebody please can somebody do that thank you does monster mash also have to be 8-bit no no the monster mash has to be the real monster mash yeah you know, i was look. i was looking for a chiptunes monster mash and i pasted something in the in our in our private chat uh a little behind the scenes uh for you guys we we, we have a little chat room that we're typing at each other in while we're speaking uh, that's where Don't the real conversation. The magic, Frank. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Stealing magic. But I, I pasted in a link to what I thought was a Monster Mash chip tune, but it's a song called uh, Mobster Mash. So I'm I'm very disappointed. The nice. I'll listen to that later. I'll put myself all over that. Uh, anyway, what was the question? I the would question play a Halloween. Yeah. What what games should benefit from a Halloween upgrade? You know oh, what I think needs a Halloween theme. Is uh, stuff like Farmville or Cityville, or oh, they uh, do that, or uh, Castleville? Don't, don't they already do that though? Don't they just like put pumpkins in the game for a month or something? Yeah, I think they do that kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, Vito. I want to see. Uh, I want to see, see a Halloween version of Christmas Nights. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, Halloween Nights, the nightmare, no, the nightmare before Christmas Nights. Yeah, Halloween nightmare, Christmas Nights. Yeah, the nightmare before Christmas Nights. There you go. I'd play that. Oh, speaking of which, I played The Nightmare Before Christmas, the video game by Capcom for PS2. Yeah. Did any of you guys ever play that? No. I no. I, did it come out in the U.S.? Yes. It did? God, it was uh, it was really bad. I believe that was Tose. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. And the, the, the GBA... More like, more like Blose. GBA 1 wasn't too bad, but it wasn't too good either. It was It was a really bad game. It was like... It was like Devil May Cry made by like a seventh grade special ed class or something. I mean, no offense to, <laughs> to seventh graders, but it was it was like a really bad action game. I was thinking a Crazy Taxi would be a fun Halloween one. Sure. Hey, so why like not? Driving around, uh, picking up the up. monsters. Yeah. Oh, crazy Trick or Traxy, you could call it. <laughs> trick or Traxy. <laughs> why the heck not you got to pick up trick-or-treaters and it's like i want to trick-or-treat at kfc <laughs> <laughs> and uh silly trick-or-treat costumes for everybody in uh in street fighter 4 i would yeah, play that yeah I, I would play uh heavy rain with all the characters dressed up in spooky ghost costumes 
I would okay. heavy rain with all of the characters wearing plastic supermarket uh, Batman costumes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would make L.A. Noir a real... No, that, 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 they already made that game. That's, um, that's that Gotham City Imposters game. Oh, oh, man. There you go. That's basically uh, Batman the Halloween. Batman that, the Batman Halloween. Batman Fortress Classic. Yeah. They made an FPS out of Batman. How weird is that? Very it's a weird. weird. Doesn't really make a lot of sense. Isn't that free on PlayStation Plus? Yeah. I, PlayStation. I mean, Good old PlayStation. I've never played that. Should we play that? Sure. Uh, Gotham City Imposters? I mean, I've got a PlayStation Pluser. Well, yeah. You have no excuse, then. You should. You, why are you not playing this right now? Yeah, it's a free Batman-themed MM, or whatever it is. It's, it's like <laughs> basically Gotham City Halloween. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's like a squad-based multiplayer FPS about yep. Batman. You can't afford not to play it. And everybody looks like they're wearing a cheap Halloween costume of Batman. Hey, Tim, are you going to be on the Batman team or the Joker team? I'd be on the Batman team, because uh, seriously... I would really like to play a Halloween-themed Gears of War uh, that would be basically... That would be what Shadows of the Damned should have been, maybe? Really? Uh, oh, man. There could be pumpkin heads on everybody, and in order to score a headshot, you have to shoot them twice. Once to destroy the pumpkin, and then once to shoot the head. And then instead of cogs, you pick up pumpkin seeds. Or candy corns. I'm into it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So yeah, well, I'll answer that question. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the answer. I mean, I think, yeah, every, like, I think every game nowadays has a Halloween color palette anyway. Stop it. So stop hey, it! Hey. Don't don't tell me to stop it. <laughs> Seriously, it sounds it sounds cheap and unprofessional to to yell at the other guy and tell him to stop talking. Tim, I thought we didn't talk about production on the podcast. Well, we're doing it now because it's Halloween and everything's upside down. It's basically backwards day over here. Classic Halloween theme. In the Castlevania series, Count Dracula and Death are awfully close. Explain that relationship. Well, Count Dracula kills people, for God's sake. Come on. Yeah, yep. he's been dead many times. So I'm assuming Death and him have hung out at some point. So, do you think Dracula keeps coming back because they're bros, or they're bros because he keeps coming back? Well, they wouldn't be bros because of that. I mean, because it, it, him coming back is basically like a slap in Death's face. So I don't think Death feels that way. Well, because they're bros. Yeah, like like they met up. I I, I would I like to imagine they met up the first time that Dracula got stabbed right in the chest. Sure, and he was like, "Hey, that's like a pretty nice uh, coat." That you've got, and he goes, "Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm Dracula. <laughs> you know, they're friends now. That's all I imagine, really. I don't really understand how Dracula and the Grim Reaper met one another. I don't think that's like. I don't even understand how that happened, because I I don't know. I feel like the Grim Reaper is probably just keeping tabs on dudes that kill a lot of other dudes, and. uh and he reckons that, you know, if Dracula comes back all the way and gets to have his ultimate power and no Drac- no Vampire Slayer guys come up, then uh, there's going to be a whole lot more work for death. So yeah, that's so why. So maybe, maybe they aren't bros, but then why would he be, like, hanging, him, hanging out in his castle, like, helping him fight 
kids. Maybe he's live. waiting for Dracula to actually die. Like you should have been dead a long time ago, Vlad Tapish. What are you doing here? Oh yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe the older the soul, the more the more fun it is for death to harvest it. So, yeah, I was gonna say it's, why, it's probably yeah. more satisfying to then why is he... someone who's uh, come back a few times than it is just you know any old guy off the street. Um, but if that were the case, then he would not be preventing you from slaying Dracula. Right, he'd yeah. given you like you know maybe a big old he's... turkey leg he found in a wall or whatever. Maybe he's just waiting, like, he just wants to prolong Dracula's life, because maybe every extra second that Dracula lives just multiplies the, uh, the, the ecstasy of harvesting his soul. Maybe it's all just a misunderstanding. Dracula doesn't even have a soul, though, does he? <clears throat> Why do you assume that? I thought he had a dark thing? one or whatever. Dracula has to have a soul, because his soul is reincarnated in Soma in Aria of Sorrow. All right. Yeah. I don't really know if I buy that. Spoilers. The thing that confuses me is how death is always way easier to kill. Well, not kill, but defeat than Dracula. I mean, you kill him as much as you kill Dracula because Dracula, he keeps coming back also. Um, but, you know, you, you, you beat death up within usually like the first half hour to two hours of the game. Yeah, with like the default whip on the back of a horse-drawn carriage. Yeah, it's kind of weird that you do that. He must just be dicking around. He's like, whatever. I got not a lot to do this weekend. Maybe I'll go mess with this here Belmont kid. Just go. It's like, it's, that's like kind of a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand where he's coming from at all. And I've always wondered. And he's, I mean, I think the rules are kind of just messed up in general in Castlevania because he's got, he's got Frankenstein monsters in there. You know, it's like, where do those come from? That's not even the same author. Maybe he's uh maybe he, I don't know, he's just a really charismatic guy. Why Dracula. does Death have like why is he throwing like hundreds of sickles at you? Where do they all come from? In his cloak. Yeah, come on. It's a make huge no cloak. Sense. Yes it does. It's Death. I think he should have the one scythe. I think that there should be a video game where you get to play as Death that doesn't suck. Like, yeah, I agree with that. Like, I definitely get, want to make that someday. Wouldn't that be Grim Fandango? The Grim Fan Grandango. I would rather play Grim Fan Danger. <laughs> is what I would rather play. <laughs> okay. okay. I want it to be more dangerous. Grim Fandango is way too chill. Uh, someone on the Select Button forums once pitched a game where you play as Death and Dracula's getting married and you're his best man and you have to plan his wedding. I'd put my whole body all over that. That yeah. sounds appropriately like wacky. Yeah, that yeah. Pretty good. maybe that is the answer. Maybe playing through that game, you can understand the root of their friendship or lack thereof or rivalry or whatever. Who would Dracula marry? I think he would marry like a Cerberus or something. Bride of Dracula? He would uh, marry a, a, a Chimera, I think. What about Countess Bathory? She is pretty cool. I mean, he's already yeah. married to Bride of Dracula. It's got to be someone else. Does he never like kidnap a lady? Is that not a thing that Dracula does? Dracula didn't care about no lady. He cared only in those uh, those Bela Lugosi films, but that's because you know olden times. Yeah, they back really in the day, know what they were doing back, back then. Back when people cared about ladies. Yeah. Yeah, back <laughs> when people cared about ladies and Dracula caring about ladies. I don't know though. The Twilights are super into uh, boring ladies. You know, I mean, who's... Alucard's his kid, right? So he must have had a lady. Alucard's not is his kid in the uh, in the Castlevania universe. Well, who's Alucard then? 
Uh, Alucard in the uh, in the fictional universe is it's just Dracula. Dracula, Dracula spelled backwards. It's Dracula's uh, fake identity when he wants to pretend to be a human. It's when he wants to get into clubs and uh, and they're like, "You must be twelve centuries old." And he's like, "Man, I'm only thirteen. Ce- I mean, I'm only eleven centuries old." <laughs> and he uses this fake ID. Yeah, well, wait, who's, get, but who is he in Castlevania then? He's just in Castlevania, he's supposed to be Dracula's son. So yeah, maybe right. maybe I'm wrong about this though. I don't know. I I read the Dracula book Hold as on. a kid. Hey Tim, Tim, so, are you really a vampire and your name is actually Mitt Rogers? Yeah. I just googled Alucard and the Helsing character comes up before the Dracula. I remember him being Dracula's son in Drac- in Castlevania Three. If that helps. That's the fine. That's the final word on that. Fine. In retrospect, I probably should have gotten the Wilhelm scream as the human uh, mother Lisa. Sorry. <laughs> nice. so just some relatively easy but also creative Halloween costume ideas that are video game related. Relatively easy Halloween costume ideas. I consider relatively easy like a trip to the thrift store. I, I consider glove, relatively yeah. easy a trip to Target. You can buy a death costume. Now you're death from Castlevania. There you go. There you okay. go. Has uh, think, has uh, sexy Ninja Turtle ever been in a video game? Sexy yes. man, there's a sexy oh. Super Mario. Have you guys seen that? There was April a Ninja Turtle back in uh, the eighties. You're talking about Venus and Milo, and she's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> the female turtle for the short-lived ABC live-action series, not turtle that canon. show. Oh, that's Sorry. right. Yeah, she had boobs. Yeah, turtle boobs. boobs. She had like shell yeah. boobs, right? She shell had... boobs. Yeah, yeah. Shell, shell boobs. We're not talking about that's, it. That's that's a weird thing. I should have called her Shelly. No. They all had to be named after yeah, Renaissance that's... artists, but except Venus, Venus de Milo is not an artist. The Renaissance artist is a and also bar. She doesn't have arms, so that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's a, that's a little bit weird. Name a little, uh, gonna you name could, a character. You could probably be Bayou Billy pretty easily from a couple thrift stores. Yeah. A vest and a hat. Yeah. You need a whip, though, don't you? Well, no. He just runs around kicking people. Yeah, he mostly kicks. I feel like he had a... I mean, the whip was featured pretty prominently in the box art, though. Listen, listen, he hits, and he shoots, and he drives. Okay. Lester yeah. the Unlikely is like what jeans, a shirt, and glasses. Yeah, it's, a, it's a white hoodie, I believe, and some glasses. I is just it a hoodie. I just played that, believe it or not. Really? Yes. How was that? It was awful. I played yeah. it uh, when when I went to GDC online in Austin. I brought my Super Nintendo and I played some Lester the Unlikely in my hotel room and uh, cried a little bit. <laughs> you know, if you uh, if you just get a karate gi and uh, and a red headband, then you can be real real easy. You yeah. got You got to shred it up though. Yeah, that's, easy. that's also easy. Up. Or just if stand you in front of a turbine. A regular ninja costume, you could also be Ryu, except for Ninja Gaiden. If you go to any I'd hot topic, go. I'm sure you can get like a Sonic the Hedgehog hat. Yeah. Oh, you just wear the hat there. and say, I'm Sonic? Yeah. I'm Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic give, give me your candy. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like my own original Sonic character in human form. He runs yeah, real he, fast. You would By understand. Your, if, while we're going to hot topic, pick up one of those NES. Uh, belt buckles, and then just go as a Nintendo Entertainment System. No, Captain you'd be N Captain N. Game N. Master. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I would do that. Captain N, though. You gotta get the... But where are you gonna get a Letterman jacket with a big N on it? Uh, Goodwill. Go to Goodwill and then just put an N on it. Yeah, yeah spray paint it on there. There's a lot of those Letterman jackets at, uh, at every Goodwill store in the world. It seems to be where they end up. 
People hold on to those, I thought. So well, little- I think most people who own Letterman jackets die in uh, <laughs> drunk driving. That's true. Ca- related car accidents. And they so, hold their jacket out of the racket. And there's and like a Goodwill. there's like a tag on the jacket that says "Please donate to Goodwill." In, in a case. <laughs> Warning: may be cursed because. I, th- I think you actually get a special well, certification on your driver's license that when, says when David, Letter- when David Letterman invented the Letterman jacket, he designed it specifically for Goodwill stores. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, there actually, you go. I, have a, I have a good costume. The the guy from Grand Theft Auto Three. It's just green pants and like some kind of black pullover and some tennis shoes. That's green pants. Well, there was like like eighty people just came in and started talking at once. What was that? Yeah, yeah that was pretty weird. That was cool though. Yeah. I think it's probably Vito's fault. That freaking guy. Absolutely. It was a Vito Ghost Waldy. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, it's an easy one. It's not terribly recognizable unless it's like you tell people you're a video game character, but. I feel like green pants are hard to find. I don't know. Are you serious? I've owned some. You go get, to Target like, and get like a pair of green, ugly, hideous cargo pants. If yeah, you... like cargo pants. Then. Oh, that, that kind of green. Yeah, I thought you meant like real green. No, he wears like green cargo pants, I think. Doesn't he have like a Are you insinuating? Of... They're like a dark green sort of. What? Okay. They have a bunch Brandon of like pouches, something. kind of like a 90s comic book character, right? Yeah. Pouches are important to the yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. That was in GTA. That's where he puts his like like uh, all his guns. Yeah, all his guns and his grenades and stuff. He could be a GTA four guy pretty easy too. Yeah. Nico Bellic. But he he, he, he has like a kind of a distinct face whereas GTA three guys doesn't. He also doesn't have a personality. Yeah, that is true. That's so a lot you easier could just, to do. You could just dress like yourself and uh say that you're your own character that you created from uh from Saints Row Three, the third. There you go. I'm my the Sim social character. Yep. Or you could just dress like a douche and be a character from Dan Central, or or uh, one of those one of those other Guitar Hero type rock thing games. I think you guys are thinking way too. Uh, you guys are approaching the question way too uh, slackerly. I think you gotta. We gotta like. Talk about how you could make a Master Chief costume out of cardboard. Oh, you could well, totally I thought that, that was—I thought that was the point. I thought it was create a slacker video game costume. Was I? Was I incorrect? I thought in it that? was make a cheap video game Halloween costume. I thought it was easy. Cheap and easy. Cheap and easy aren't the same <laughs> thing, man. Trust what was me. It? What was it, man? What was the but question? What was it? What was it? The Jack? question was an easy Halloween costume. Okay, not yeah. a cheap one. Okay, easy. Oh. You get a cigarette yeah. hanging out of your mouth and like a big jagged. You could be that new Dante. Yeah, there you go. I actually have his haircut right now. I didn't ask for it, but I got it. I said, "Give me a haircut," and she said, "What kind of haircut?" And I said, "Anything better than this." And uh, ten minutes later, I had one of those Hitler Youth haircuts, which, when washed, was kind of a <laughs> so the <laughs> and that's the answer to that question it is it sure is how can we make zombie games interesting again stop can't. making them can't can't replace zombies with skeletons yep like seriously bone physics we, I think, we covered I think, that I think we, in our very first episode yep and yeah. uh, it's still uh, it's 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 still the answer shoot us shoot them in the foot and they, they kind of fall and wobble but they still keep coming at you they're like crawling with their hands uh, that way you can get a bunch of press into a room and have a bunch of banana nut muffins on a coffee table and go, here, have a muffin. Now look at this. I shoot him in the foot, and now he's walking on two hands and his other foot. He's crawling weirdly. Would you like another muffin? 
Would you like another muffin? I would. <laughs> yeah. I'm very large. Dead Space was kind of like that. I like Dead Space. Dead Space was kind of like that, but Dead Space was... And you guys can't see this, but I'm doing a really huge jerking off motion with my right hand uh, right now. Oh, Dead I felt Space. It. Yeah. You, you felt the, the universe warping. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Dead Space was... Those, those things were basically zombies. Yeah. It's like, I like, uh, you read the, uh, the, like the interviews where, where they got the press into a room and they're like, here's, have a muffin. Now listen to this. He's our art director. Yeah. We looked at pictures of car crash victims. We looked at pictures of dead bodies. That's how we came up with the monsters in our game. This is have, like, you, have, you, have you tried the cranberry muffin? Have you tried the cranberry muffin? <laughs> this, we've got a cornbread muffin that has cream cheese in it. And, and like, I mean, seriously, you read these previews and they're actually like, we looked at dead bodies. We looked at actual dead bodies when we made these zombies. And it's I, like, I, I murdered my wife before I made this <laughs> for in the name of video game. Exactly. Reasons. I was, I was about to escalate to that. I was going to say, well, maybe looking at the dead bodies isn't enough. If, if <laughs> maybe making them will, will, will actually twist you to a point where your, your art and your game design will kind of congeal into the perfect zombie video game. The development team actually bludgeoned a homeless man to death with a hammer and uh, I think it really reflects in we videotaped it. <laughs> oh yeah. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna actually stick with zombies, the thing to do is probably play more with the uh, the dynamic of zombies infecting other people and yeah. and changing that sort of thing. But didn't that DayZ yeah. game kinda do that where you could um, where you could you could be a zombie for a while, and then you, there was some you now, could get back to a place and turn back into a human. But I, f- I feel like if you did that with higher stakes, that could at least be somewhat interesting. Now, was that game Daisy? Was that actually was was Jay Z actually involved in that? Yeah, I think he was. Did he yeah. the, did he do the music? Was he the no. producer? No, he, he was just daylighting. Daisy. The game is called Daisy after Luigi's girlfriend, Princess Daisy. Oh, that's cool. I met her once. Yeah. I actually did meet Princess Daisy once. End of the story. Have they ever made a zombie game where it's just kind of like a Sim City where you just have like a shitty little rundown like enclave against the zombies and you have to keep investing resources Vito, and keeping Vito, them out? Yeah, Vito, do you have, have an iPhone? Do you have an iOS device? No, I Why don't. Why don't you just go ahead and... Yes, you do. I know you have I mean, one. I have one. I don't use it. If Just go ahead and type zombie into the app store and you'll probably find a million zombie city games. Yeah, roughly. Because there are these people. Like, first of all, I don't know if you knew this, but cocaine isn't just something in movies. It's real. Like, (laughs) there are people who actually do it. Like, they put this white powder up their nose, and then they go, oh, man. Oh, man, kids love zombies. Let's make a game where you've got a zombie town. There was actually, there are some pretty cool things. There was that one guy on uh, the insert credit and select button forums made a, uh, a little zombie infestation simulator thing. Yeah, was that the, it was the one with the uh, the little kind of it looked like red pawns and uh, yeah, it's just little blinking dots. Yeah, oh, I remember that. Like yeah, that was, was a really good. cool thing. That was Professor Scissors. Was that him? Yeah, I really enjoyed the card, the card game zombies. Also, I thought it was kind of cool because it wasn't really that action. You kind of had to think and run around and stuff. I just want to say that, like, I think that zombies uh, uh, got really cooler. They got more interesting when. Uh, they started running really fast because then they weren't zombies anymore. They were infected. You guys remember that, right? 
Yeah, I do. I'm going to go ahead. Around uh, 28 days later-ish time. I'm going to dive on a little bit of uh, video game history here. I was working on the game Shadows of the Durned for uh, Grasshopper Manufacture, and it was a game about zombies in the beginning. That's all it was, was you're in a city full of zombies uh, trying to escape because that was a, felt like a really original plot. And uh, then uh, Left for Dead came out, and Suda comes in the next day and he goes... What if the zombies ran really fast in the game? And I'm like, well, all the levels we've designed are for zombies that don't run really fast because they're not supposed to run really fast. He's like, but what if they did? And then we had to redesign the whole game to make the zombies run fast. So in conclusion, I think zombies should jump really high. <laughs> zombies not zombies got hops. Oh, I yeah. think they should I don't be able think to. I've like, ever seen a uh, zombie jump before. I, I want to add to that. I think zombies should be able to put their thumb in their mouth and then blow, and then they get like really large and round, and then they can bounce. <laughs> you're, 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 I think you're describing a gummy bear. No, they're like it's uh, the next zombies. Though. Yeah, it's that's what zombies should do. But gummy no, bears it's like, are the new zombies. So, well, like. On the Shadows of the Durned, it was like, the zombies should run really fast. I'm like, why don't we make them jump? Because all that Left 4 Dead is doing is making zombies do something you wouldn't have expected them to do. So rather than doing the exact same thing that you wouldn't expect them to do, let's just make them jump. And then, uh, and the suit is like, nah. and that was, we'll up. be, we'll be right back. Check it out. I was playing Super Mario 64, right? And I'm outside the castle hopping around when I see another Mario, a doppelganger, out by the cannon with this evil grin on his face. Dude is running full speed at me. I about dumped in my drawers. Luckily, I'm pretty good at corner jumping, so I managed to get up on the roof just in time. But here's the thing. I'm sitting in bed right now. There's no way I can sleep because, well, listen for yourself. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Ah, mamma mia. Welcome back to the Insert Credit Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Jaffe. Joining me this week is Tim Rogers. Yeah, what's up? Brandon Sheffield. Hello. Vito Gisualdi. Woo! And Frank Cifaldi. I made coffee. Hey, guys. Hi, I made coffee. Oh. Why is Pac-Man chased by ghosts? Well, oh, I, I think it's I think his it's a metaphor. Yeah, it's his past. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he's running from his inner demons. Is really what it is. Demons yeah. are terrifying, man. Uh, what does that mean when he eats a power pellet? What's happening to the past? He's uh, it's it's like an anti hallucinogen. No, I think it, I think it's an antidepressant. It's one of yeah. those things that just like. It gets rid. Well, I guess it could be an anti hallucinogen as well. Thorazine. Well, I mean, anti hallucinogenic. The ghosts are still there. They're just sad now. Yeah. So I think it's just an anti depression medicine where he can just go and and take back the night. Yeah. I think if you've ever seen what what is it, Pac Land or Pac Man Two, which is the one where you use the slingshot to Pac Man Two. Pac Man Two. That's Pac Man Two, baby. Rec room for a dream is what that was called. His relationship with his wife and how much she hates him and how disappointed yeah. in him she is. It's pretty obvious that he's got a lot of issues that he's got to work through. So that's well, the- girlfriend, not wife. Otherwise, she'd be Mrs. Pac-Man. Well, is, oh, it, is it girlfriend with a baby with two kids? I mean, she's at least a baby mama. You can't hold Pac-Man down. People don't have to be married, okay? 
I just think girlfriend is the wrong... Girlfriend to me implies we didn't have a child yet. Domestic partner. Yeah, domestic okay, partner's fine. Okay. Pac-Man's anyway. domestic partner, Miss Pac-Man. Right. Um, I'd hang out with Miss Pac-Man. But I, I think each ghost probably represents a different like form of social anxiety. Well... Um, they do have different movement patterns. Yeah, exactly. Like like the one that that uh, that kind of moves away from you. That's probably like sexual anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the one that's really fast, and that's probably like that could be sexual anxiety too. I think they're probably all four of them sexual anxiety. <laughs> all four are sexual anxiety. Um, <laughs> but then uh, so the pill, the pill, the pill doesn't down, have to be a literal <laughs> pill or anything. It's just representative of you, uh, you know, conquering your fears. Viagra. Yeah, I mean, if you if you need to get literal, fine, Brandon, fine. It's Viagra. It's, I don't know if Viagra it, 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 it's whatever. sexual anxiety. I think yeah. that Viagra can actually have the potential to create more sexual anxiety. Yeah, because you're just sitting there going, got. like, well, like if, if your anxiety is I can't sex ladies on account of a penis don't work, then uh, it'll help with that. But well, what if true. you take Viagra and you get a boner and then you just you're bored with oh, it? Oh man, can you guys imagine? That would, be t- that would be terrifying. Uh, that would be a prison of the heart that, from which <laughs> one would. I, I couldn't. I would. I would never escape from that prison. Uh, that is a damn prison. I tell you what. Yeah, you got a bored boner. <laughs> you've got you've got a boner, and then it's like Law and Order is on TV. You're just like, well, I guess I'll watch this. <laughs> and you're just kind of sitting there pitching a tent. How does that work for Miss Pac-Man though? Miss Pac-Man, I don't know. Pac-Man, first of all, is just a face. That's kind of weird, right? Well, he's got he's legs, got legs in, uh, now. He's got legs uh, later. He's got no ding-dong down there. You don't know. Well, he's got to have something. He does produce babies. Yeah, he yeah you don't know it. how the packs mate, okay? They don't show you that. They chase each other across the screen going left and right and meet in the middle. And, and a little happens. heart shows up. And then a there stork delivers the baby. Boom. Okay. The end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The end. The end. So I guess that, that was our exploration of the Pac-Man mythos. What do you make of the fact that in Pac-Man the orange ghost is Clyde, but in Miss Pac-Man the orange ghost is Sue? It makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. What's what's the problem? Well, does that reflect the nature of the ghost which chases them? Clyde died. Clyde, Clyde died. That was what happened, isn't any. Ghosts, well, ghosts I mean, don't like, die, jerk. Them. That's why they're ghosts. Hey, hey, these are these are two different protagonists here. They Wait, have so, different so, ghosts. Come on. So, so Pac-Man's, Pac-Man's arch ghost is a woman. No, it's, no, no, it's the other way around. No, this Pac-Man's yeah. is a woman. So is that some sort of uh, I th- competition? I, th- I, th- I, think, I think that Clyde and Sue represent the sort of ideal gender role. Uh, oh, maybe. I think so, it's a dormant sort of homophobia. Well, maybe. I was thinking Clyde is sort of, you know, he's he's like a bro. He's like got a cool car and stuff, and, and Pac-Man just doesn't feel like he can live up to that. And, you know, Sue is Sue is whatever the, the female. Homecoming queen. Yeah, something like that, yeah. So that's that's what that is. So Sue's a bitch. <laughs> I'm just trying to nail down the Pac-Man mythos here. Yeah. The bitchiest ghost. That's really sucky for all of those ghosts. <laughs> so what we're describing here is sort of reinterpretation of Pac-Man as a Silent Hill, I guess. I guess that's a thing, except it has actual game mechanics. I was yeah. thinking more as like a like a high school drama. 
where Miss yeah. Pac-Man really wants to be noticed. Like a high school slasher film. Ah, there you go. Except uh, it's Miss Pac-Man has already killed all of her friends. Those, that's why they're ghosts. Sleepaway came. Yeah, they used to be friends. One. Now everybody died. Maybe, maybe Miss Pac-Man is an adaptation of Macbeth, and Miss Pac-Man is Lady Macbeth. It could be. I think she has to kill. I think Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man have to eat, take the pill to eat the ghosts because the ghosts are their dead friends that they, they have, have to keep they're having their dead friends death. over and over. These well, well, if, they, if, they, if they don't eat their dead friends, they'll forget them, and then it's like dying three times. But they need to eat them in order to forget them for a little bit mm. because they don't want to be remembering the full sadness. Constantly. But they can never truly be gone of them. Yeah. I think that one of the one of the elements we're missing here is that the ghosts, like even even if they eat them, the ghosts can always. Damn it! The ghosts can always see them because their eyes don't disappear. Okay. Oh. Oh. The Biohazard series was renamed Resident Evil when it shipped to the West due to a copyright infringement. What would have been a better title? I'm sorry, I w- I wasn't listening. <laughs> 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 the Biohazard series. Uh, oh, better, yeah. Better known as Resident Evil, there was a copyright issue, which is why they changed the name. What would have been a better name than Resident Evil? Anything. Ang- Angry House. <laughs> I like Angry Harry House. Mansion. Yeah. Spooky Mansion. <laughs> Maniac Mansion. Psycho <laughs> House. Yeah, Maniac Mansion. There you go. Yeah, Maniac Mansion. Would That's be- actually really good. That's really catchy. It starts with man, man. Right. Yeah. In Japan, they could have called it Man Man. They sure would have. Man Man, man means like totally full to the uh, full to the brim is what it means in Japanese. So they would have loved it over there. There we go. Yeah, Maniac Mansion. That's the one. Mani- <laughs> they could have called it Maniac Mansion Z- Act Zero. Is what they could have called it. And that How was is- that. Is that a good joke for you guys? Yes, thanks. Yeah, it, it would have been. Uh, it could have been officially affiliated with Maniac Mansion, but it would have been the gritty reboot. Get it? Maniac Mansion yeah. Alter Code F. So would this be set before or after Day of the Tentacle? I think it's before Day of the Tentacle. Oh yeah, this is yeah. I mean, by then Day of the Tentacle, it's just become like a little hotel or something. Now, so yeah. Once, once the Day of the Tentacle happens, it's you know, it's it's different. <laughs> it's, uh, Once you get the day of the tentacle, then you have to wait for the weekend of the tentacle. Turns out the tentacle is Albert Wesker. Yeah, that would have been that would have been weird if they actually did get the Maniac Mansion license. I think Resident Evil would have been a much better series, possibly. Because I tell you, that six, it's not good. Yeah, it's not the best one. Resident Evil Six. Yeah, like, like Resident Evil sucks. Yeah, damn, man, damn. Have you guys seen the videos of uh, of Vito beating the bosses of Resident Evil Six? Yeah, uh, I saw that. He sent it to me like three different ways. So of course, sent it to you once as a message. Yeah. The rest were on the social media. Yeah, you just kept being like, "Watch it, please. Watch it, please." <laughs> no, I sent it to you once. If you see it on Facebook as well, that's different. He called me on the phone and he goes, "Did you watch it yet?" <laughs> and I go, "Yeah." He did do a pretty good video about beating Hoobastank. Yeah, that's man. That looks like that looks like the worst boss battle in an action game that you could make. 
Yeah, they had some intense bo- box pushing experience. It looks, like, it looks like game design done by people who went to business school and not in the Harvard to Zynga way. I'm you know, still editing like videos of me like the boss battles I did, and like some of them, it's just me like getting lost while the AI characters complete the boss battle for me. Well, that sounds great. I'm like, oh, I guess they took care of the anti-aircraft gun. Good. Yeah, you know, people I joke guess a lot. I really about, do appreciate it. People joke a lot about that uh, that AI being able to kill a boss or whatever. But in the Call of Duty games, they sure balance that really well. And apparently, in this Resident Evil Six, they didn't. It's like they I don't know. They didn't. They didn't balance it so well in the uh, in the COD blops because if you Cod as you saw in that, in that one in that one video where they the dude just walked through it and let the AI companions kill everything. Okay, Cod I guess blops. realistically, that kind of it's kind of better that way uh, from a logical standpoint because of course these guys would just be standing around not killing the enemy dudes that are trying to kill them. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, but in those games, it feels like you're part of something. It's yeah. like, it's like yeah, these guys, and, and if, if you're not killing stuff, you kind of feel like a jerk, and you can still very easily die. So I think it's at least a rounded experience. Yeah, I think they should keep that cob-blop system where uh, the guys can kill everybody for you, but if you don't uh, hold up your part, then everybody thinks you're a jerk. They don't sit with you in the canteen. The old uh, canteen, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's not enough canteen scenes. Took it to ride in the victory parade. So, so, so going back to the original question, Maniac right. Mansion is the answer. Uh, well, probably, but I do want to point out that it was originally a follow-up to Sweet Home. Really? Yes. Uh, so they called well, it Home Sweet Home. Well, yeah, they could have done that. Uh, cool. They could have called it uh, Sweeter Home. Sweeter Home. Yeah, they could have called Sweet Home. Sweet Home. How about Sweet Homer? I'm, I, was about, th- I was thinking I, like Raccoon de- City Home, delicious community because it's got to be bigger than a home and it's got to be sweeter than sweet, right? Tasty Mansion. Tasty Mansion. <laughs> that's it. Tasty Mansion. We found it. <laughs> oh man, that's pretty good. Yeah, I like Tasty Mansion. I think just Tasty House. Did you guys play Tasty good. Mansion Six? It's pretty okay. <laughs> Tasty House is good. Tasty delicious, action. delicious house. Delicious house. <laughs> Scraver domicile. Delicious. Delicious. Yeah. Jack. There you go. There you go. It's delicious house. Flavor shack. I think it was tasty, man. Scrumptious abode. Flavor shack is good too. I'm sticking, with, I'm sticking with tasty mansion. I think tasty mansion is that. Yeah. Tasty I think mansion. it should be Flavio shack. Flavio shack. I think you took it one step too far. Flavor shack is good. Flavor, Flavor shack. But that sounds like a place I'm going to get gelato, which is fine. Flavor shack. I think it's Tasty Mansion. I think I think I'm gonna get some gelato after this. How about Snacky Hut? (laughs) (laughs) Um, How about Munch? There you you go, Munch Hut. That's what the Resident Evil Six. No, 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 no. no. Let's make it catchier. Uh, uh, Munchies Mansion. Hey, that's good. The podcast has devolved into this. It's like, what are names for houses? Why why has nobody said Snack Shack? I said it like three times. God darn it! It's Come on. It, yeah, and I just ignored it all three of those times because it's it's not as funny when it rhymes. Yeah, no, it kind of is. Eh. I like rhyming. More like crack shack. Okay, great. So what is, what, 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 what is our God. consensus? Oh, that's the end of that. Tasty Mansion. Tasty Mansion. Describe Tasty the mansion insert. Six. Describe the insert credit Doomwad. Oh, an insert credit Doomwad? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Kinda, but it'd be really Halloween like, Yeah. There's no sure. guns, just kind of run up against each other. <laughs> yeah, it's like tag. 
<laughs> just kind of look at everybody standing around. It would be a uh, it would be a typing a typing game where okay. you have to you have to type to defeat the enemies, and you have to type really uh, pack as much information into one uh, one sentence as possible, and you get extra points, extra damage for parentheticals. So it's it's like typing in the dead, but like with a really bad Doom map. Yeah, yeah, and you can move around and stuff. Okay. Anytime a paragraph is one sentence long, a cyber demon explodes. Oh, I know. So it's like typing in the dead, but it also has WASD controls. So when yeah, you're, I think when you're typing you WAS or D in a, in a letter, he actually moves in that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yep. And and the backgrounds are all black with the purpley things. Yeah, sure. little purpley things. All the Purple enemies are white. I'd play the heck out of that, probably. Sure. All the enemies are just like normal looking guys standing there looking at you and you can't do anything. If you touch one of them, they might follow you on like Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might follow you on Twitter and try to stalk you and come in. Yeah, the end home. of the game is like That's a heck of a metaphor there. Did you get yeah. ten new Twitter followers? Yeah, your okay. your score at the end of the game is measured in Twitter followers. Okay, how about we take it one step further? You have to approach them and get within a certain uh like sphere. And then once you do, they will start following you. Mm-hmm. They'll start like, like literally following you. So you need to get as many people. But if they touch you, you die. So you need to get Ooh. as many people, like a snake train of of uh, like black haired trench coat wearing, uh, basement dwelling, hardcore music listening, video game. Uh, counterculturalists following you, but you can't let them touch you or you will explode. Now this when, sounds now this sounds like a Pac-Man Championship Edition Deluxe, the Doom Wad. Yeah, this is good though. I mean, why yeah. not make a Doom Wad like this? Because uh, not being able to see the whole field would make it more interesting. Because you, so you've got these guys following you. You have to get to the exit with as many of them following you as you can. Yeah, you could get backed into a corner or uh, forwarded into a corner, and then uh, you've got all those dudes trailing behind you, and and you're kind of hosed because they're gonna they're gonna touch you and they're gonna talk to you about a lot of stuff, and then you're gonna explode and die. Yeah, so I would, it's, I would actually with play a, this game. It's Doom with a checkmating mechanic. Yeah, you can get checkmated, and then he's like, "Well, I either die or I quit." It's like I'm gonna quit, and then you, there could be dudes with pumpkins on their heads, and they move really fast. Yeah, there should be <laughs> pumpkin head dudes. Oh, they should. They should look like uh, Eric John, the pumpkin head guys. Yeah, yeah. Be all tall, Eric, like, sure. with a pumpkin head. Yeah, that icy calm character could be a, just in a corner crying. There could be a Frankenstein character. Uh, like there could just be like Frankenstein's in there too. Is that like why not? Yeah, Frankenstein Cefaldi. Yeah, yeah. Men. Frankenstein uh, Cefaldi. Monkeys? And I don't want any monkeys. I said mummies. Oh, mummies. Okay, mummies. And before I like that, I said wolfmen. Mummy monkeys. Yeah. Monkeys. Heck yeah. Snack shack. <laughs> Tasty hut. <laughs> so I think we answered the question. I think food house is pretty good too. Food house. Yeah, I are, we, are we just going back to the previous house. question with the rest? <laughs> of I don't think we. I don't think we commented enough on the previous question. Can we step back? What would what would the uh, what would the ba- so we're talking the walls would be like purple text on black like like the Matrix but purple instead of green. Well, sure. we were think, I, think, to him, Wad. I think Frank was thinking about those little purple dots that used to be there. Yeah, yeah I love those purple dots. Yeah, I think I it should be them. it should be like the Matrix though because that's cooler. Have we gotten away <laughs> from the typing, or like maybe you have to type 
to open doors. Like you're running and the guys are chasing, you got to type something really quick to open the door, or else they'll all get you. Yeah. Oh geez. Like yeah, that's some probably... kind of old. Uh, maybe you open doors by typing "Castle Shikigami Two quotes. Yeah. There has to be a sprint mechanic where you can sprint, but then you can only use it like once every three seconds or something. Some probably of the typing should be like classic Timisms, like uh, vegan burrito. Yeah. What's wrong with vegan burritos? They're tasty. <laughs> Nothing. They, there's a whole bunch of healthy ingredients in there. Uh huh. People need to chill out. <laughs> All right, man. They need to chill out, man. <laughs> so, are, are we naming are we naming the insert credit Doomwad Tasty Mansion? Yeah, I believe Tasty so. Tasty Mansion dot what? How about Typesty Mansion? Because you have to type. No, no, I, no. <laughs> absolutely not. How about to shoot an enemy? You have to type lol. Oh. Too easy. <laughs> no, it's what, what do you mean too easy? You're shooting a lot of guys. Is the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's like L is like the pump, then O is the fire, and then L is, I don't know. But yeah, L, L hits the bullet in the air. L is pumping your fist after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah if you don't, if you don't, if pump, you your don't fist. pump your fist, the kill doesn't. If you don't pump your fist, your gun just breaks. Actually, no, if, if you don't pump your fist, then they won't follow you. You have to, sh- you have to shoot them. You have to pump, then you have to shoot them, then you have to pump your fist, and they're like, oh, I like this guy. This guy's uh, very confident in what he's This guy surprised me and made me think in a different way, but uh, now I enjoy him, and I'm going to follow him around like a weirdo. And then, <laughs> then the, at the end of the game, you get back to your house, and, uh, and you just lay down and put your hands behind your head and look up at the ceiling, and then just, just a train of dudes just jumps through the window, and they just start stabbing. <laughs> and then you're dead. Wouldn't end it any other way. Good timing. Nemesis, Pyramid Head, Scissor Man, Kill Mary Screw. Right. I I only know who Nemesis is, and I know Pyramid Head is in Silent Hill. Silent Hill. It's the only one and, I know. Yeah. Scissor Man is the one and, from and Clock, Clock Tower. Tower. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay. Clock Tower. I mean, you got to screw Pyramid Head because he's already established that he gives the loving. Yeah. Yeah. But not not in a, not in a very gentle way though. I don't really want that loving. Yeah, he doesn't have a giant like pair of scissors. <laughs> not having relations with that. What was the other one? Nemesis. Nemesis. Nemesis is from uh, Resident Evil Three. Colon Nemesis. So yeah, the entire game is named after the guy. Yeah. I feel like I feel like uh, for for my money, I'm gonna kill Pyramid Pyramid Head because he's too scary. He's like he actually has scared me in a game before. Um, I'm going to screw Nemesis because, man, he can move his body in all kinds of weird ways. Who knows what you're going to do with that? That mm-hmm. could be yeah. an exciting new frontier. A lot of body and then, moving. And then I would marry uh, Scissor Man because... Free haircuts. Yeah, free haircuts could probably <laughs> make you some garments. Uh, you know, like, say you're you're in, uh, in, in a place that has, like, a big tarp over it and you're not allowed in there you could, you could get right in with that with that you're never... married to the guy you can't take him anywhere he's got a giant pair of scissors but he can he's probably really good at kitchen prep yeah i mean he could just yeah, be yeah. in there shopping ingredients all day and then you just like cooking is just nothing you just go in there and throw stuff in a pot it's already cut yeah. well i hope yeah. you don't like travel because he's not getting through those giant scissors well he can trains or something yeah cars I mean, you don't have to go to, like, Spain or something with the guy. And you could check him into check baggage. I mean, he's not going to check his scissors. He's Scissor Man. 
right. Are you not? Without yeah. the scissors, he's just a man. Yeah. If he, if he, he checks his scissors, then his passport becomes counterfeit. Yeah. <laughs> Part of Scissor Man canon is he always has the scissors. All right. Or, if he if he if he can get rid of the scissors, then what's the point? Like, okay, yeah, let's hang out with this weird dude. Buy him a uh, buy him a scissor medallion, so he's always got the you know the 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 spirit of the scissors, so he can separate himself from them during long flights. Don't try to change Scissor Man for you, Brandon. Love Scissor Man for who he is. Hey, listen, th- if this marriage <laughs> is going to work, man you're with. if this marriage is going to work, they're going to have to be a couple changes. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You're trying to change him. All right. Uh, so I would. I mean, the screwing is like one time, right? Yeah, it's just the once. Yeah, it's just the once. I feel like pyramid head. That'd be okay. And yeah, then, really? You'd be dead. Yeah. yeah pyramid head. I, I would think of all three of them, uh, pyramid head is the most likely to murder you within a sexual. Does account. he murder during the the sex? It seems yes. like he just gets it done. I don't remember the scene. He doesn't kill him. He's just going at it. Yeah, he just yeah. goes at it, and then that's it. But the thing's probably already dead, and also he's going—he's—he's he's raping the thing. Come All on. right, I I'm not saying it's going to be enjoyable, a... but I think it's better than at least I know what to expect. I go, I'm going into the situation going, okay, Pyramid Head's going to have his horrible way with me. The other two guys, I don't know what's going to go down. Pyramid Head is also like really slow. I, I, I think and you can probably run away from him after. He's got that giant blade. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not going to bork him twice. I'd kill all three of them. That's not how the game works, but yes, it's I would, marry, it I would marry Nemesis. I feel like that would be a, he'd be an okay guy to just be around. Nemesis? Yeah, Why? I don't know. He just seems like he'd get, like chill on the couch. I'm what, trying, with trying his to find giant a picture. goopy arms and stuff. He, he's he's not going to do no chilling. I guess he could reach the remote for you real easy. Yeah, or like help me do stuff around the house. He seems pretty like you know. Is he this guy he I'm seeing with like, a, like teeth coming out of a? mask sort of thing yeah that yeah uh, like a weird a, he's got a big old trench coat kind of he's got yeah, a big yeah. big yeah. goopy arm oh he seems okay he probably has some interesting body cavities oh god i can't believe i said that wow yeah <laughs> i mean that's pretty much what i said so don't don't feel too bad about it right. yeah he's got like teeth coming out of a, a hole in his face and then he's got like stitches on his head I don't know about yeah, he, this guy. He can he can evolve in all kinds of ways, though. Uh, man, I think I'm right, but y'all keep I mean, going. I'd Wasn't say John I, Nemesis in a movie? That makes him a film star. I'd yeah. say Brandon is right. Uh, so yeah. we're we're screwing Nemesis, marrying the scissor guy, and, and killing kill Pyramid. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the way to go. Yeah, I think I think it's also sort of a cop out because. Scissor Man's the only one who just looks sort of normal. He just has a pair of scissors. I don't think it's a cop out. It's a, it's a legitimate play of the game. I mean, that's, that's. I guess it is. That's the rules. There's Not a couple s- different Scissormen. Scissormen. Scissormen is a. Scissorman is. He's more of an archetype. He's Clock a, Tower 3 was. A, that, that was scary, Scissorman, right? Yeah. No, Scissor. Oh, wait, yeah. No, have you seen Scissorman in Clock Tower 3? He's like a Spanish guy. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's hot. Look at the look at Scissor Man and Clock Tower Three. That's the one you marry. He's got this big <laughs> cod piece. Guys, let's I'd stop screwing around. Piece. Roberto Scissorman. Let's stop screwing around, guys. What is the scariest video game? The scariest video game. Yeah. Uh, that's. I think that's very subjective, but it's. Uh, Pac Man. Uh, <laughs> Man, yeah. 
Oh, um, I I think that probably the scariest game for me, just simply by virtue of when I played it, was Silent Hill, the first one. Because um, those vague, uh, chunky graphics, which we've kind of talked about before, that that feeling that you didn't know quite what you were looking at and the weird camera angles that they, that they worked in that people still haven't really done much more than silent Hill did with that. That stuff was all pretty unnerving. And it just, just when you thought you were going to kind of be okay, then you would hear the music coming and then you would start hearing the sound of your footfalls on metal grating because you were uh, entering the Silent Hill world. I feel like the pacing was really good. But again, I was, you know, I was 12 or whatever. No, maybe 14. I don't know. Whatever age I was when that came out, um, it was pretty scary. So I think I'm going to go with that. Well, with what game? Silent Hill 1. Oh, Silent Hill 1. So mine isn't like a scary game, but I I will say that how about the most scared I've ever been playing a game? Is that kind of the same answer? Yes. Sure. Um, so it was the first Fantasy Star. Um, because oh, that game's terrifying. The game is really scary and hard, and it has these first-person dungeons that uh, you get lost in really easily because all the walls look the same and stuff. And uh, it's it's a game where like it takes a lot of effort to get like all the way through a dungeon without leaving um, because of the random battles. And it was really scary to be at a point where it's like, okay... I am just like limping along. I've got no potions or whatever left, or I guess it was hamburgers in that game. Good old uh, hamburgers. Yeah. Um, from the, from the first food shop and, uh, just limping along and, and no way of escaping. And it's like, I just need to get to the exit. I just need to, get, and, and you would be walking through the halls and, and the way the random battles would happen, like the monster sprites would just like pop in the screen out of nowhere. And it was, uh, kind of terrifying to be in these moments where it's just like, if I don't get out of here, I've 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 lost the last hour of my life. Yeah, that's a terrifying feeling. Yeah. A lot of uh, PC RPGs that I managed to somehow install on my dad's old monochrome monitor computer, which was one of those orange text on black monitors, which was mm-hmm. a very Halloweeny monitor. Uh, a lot of those games that I played on there, I played Zork on that. Those games were all pretty scary. Yeah, and Zork is Hall- very scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they all had Halloween colors. So because of because of the monitor, but I played stuff like uh, the Bard's Tale and those games always scared me. Again, the first person being in a dungeon, not knowing what's going to happen. Wizardry stuff like that just creeped me the heck out. I think part of it is because it doesn't look real and, and, and it's, there's no way of knowing that there's danger ahead of you because everything looks the same no matter what. Yeah, your your brain is interacting with the game in addition to your hands and, and the game is interacting with you in addition to you interacting with the game. So you're like, it's kind of getting inside your brain instead of sitting outside your brain and going, hey, you know, holding its arms open for a hug. It's like it's it's like inside your head, you know? Yeah, I, I have to agree with, I mean, I think I'm still straight with my, my scariest game, but the first game that ever scared me was definitely Advanced Dungeons and Dragons on the 2600, and it was really just that that stuff popping out from nowhere in this vague environment that you can't even that that already is hostile, like y'all were saying. The less the less quote unquote realistic something is, the more and 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 the more I mean, the younger I was, the more willing I was, the less jaded I was, the more I wanted to like engage with it. Sure. The more I ended up 
kind of getting psychologically invested. But I got that weird cold fear out of the original Final Fantasy, the original Dragon Quest, mm-hmm. uh, as the uh, your light circle is shrinking in, in, in the original Dragon Warrior in the final dungeon, and you're trying to make it through, and it's just, you can't make heads or tails, but you can't see 75% of the screen. Uh, but I think the the scariest, like the creepiest at least, that uh, a game has ever felt for me was when suddenly Earthbound goes from being this sort of happy game and then it's kind of creeps up on you throughout the game that the game is a little bit more serious than it seems like it is. And then suddenly it just becomes this balls out psychedelic noise meditation on death and stuff. For what, that, what moment are you thinking of where it becomes... I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't played it, but toward the end of the game, it, it is extremely, extremely grim, yeah. right? Like, there's particularly uh, a part involving robots. Yeah. Like, right, right around that part, it's like, it's like, what in God's name is this thing? Yeah, that's you what know? I thought and, you meant with the robots. That's, that's just, that, that was a little terrifying, because it's like having your whole world just sort of taken away from you all of a sudden. Yeah, it just the game just sort of claws itself apart. It it, it destroys point. your innocence like immediately. In this yeah, point. and then you're stuck in that that final stretch. Yeah. You're just stuck there. The fact that you can you can save your game there and then you'll never be able to get out yep. if you die. That's kind of scary. And apparently that was intentional too. That wasn't like an accident. Like it was it was by design. So stuff like that scares the heck out of me. Sometimes I still even, think uh, the original or uh, no Metroid Two. It's just terrifying. The game. Oh, Metroid Two, huh? Where not only when you go into the wrong, you know, a room with a Metroid, does it pop out of nowhere and this horrible music pops out? It's just killing you. But also, like the world's just covered in this acid, and every time you fall in the acid, there's just this horrible, just like acid eating away at Samus noise, and your life goes down. Yeah, and then if your life's low enough, it's making that you know a warning noise that you're running out of life. Uh, that whole game is just horrifying. I think that first Metroid was was also like that. On the playing the first Metroid as as like a nine year old, that was pretty terrifying. That was pretty scary. And in addition, playing uh, playing the first Zelda too was like that. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like maybe some of the, some of the. What do you feel? What? Nothing right now. Yeah, you guys, lose. it's time to go on to our lightning round, or yeah. should I say, frightening round? Oh. Yes! <laughs> frightening round. <laughs> I will name an iconic person in the horror world, and you will tell me what kind of game they would make. Okay. First up, we've got Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe would make The Raven. Which would be basically tiny wings with a crow. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys guys know there was a The Raven movie? The end. Yeah, last year. It's it's on Blu-ray right now. How about George Romero? Um, Probably he would have made Left 4 Dead. Left of the Dead, it would be called. Left of the Dead. Yeah, How would that write the Resident Evil? What? Yeah, he wrote a Resident Evil script. He wrote a draft, okay? Yeah, but I thought they commissioned it. I don't know. How about Stephen King? Stephen King? Man, Uh, I... He would do a a social game called Pet Cemetery, (laughs) and you gotta click on... I just want to say that Stephen King is uh, 
uh, has written stories about so many different things. Yeah. Uh, the video game industry does not have a, an equivalent of Stephen King. I say that as the highest uh, form of something. But the, Esteban Del Rey, as he's known to his friends. Esteban Del Rey. Esteban Del Rey. <laughs> Esteban Del Rey. But it's yeah. apropos of nothing, but I really like that Stephen King book that came out last year where he goes back in time to save President Kennedy. Oh, I didn't read that one, but I want to. Stephen oh, King goes back in time in his own No, the, the, the narrator. Oh. <laughs> well, in that every narrator is essentially a Stephen King stand-in. I don't think every narrator is a Stephen King stand-in, Jeff. I don't think you've read as many Stephen King books as I have. I've read yeah, a in that, in that dragon or whatever it's called, he's definitely not the stand-in. Yeah, he's got a, a whole bunch of... The, the guys... The guys diverse and versatile and I think if he were to write a video game it would be cool uh, yeah Rob Zombie oh man Living Dead Girl it's a game like One Chambara except with more boobs and uh, the end the answer is Jet Set Radio Alfred Hitchcock oh man Ooh. L.A. Noir but better yeah yeah something like that Like he, he, would, he, he would make an adventure game the way you think of it He'd make the birds, and it would just be angry birds, except you're throwing them at people. <laughs> so yeah, Alfred Hitchcock's game is... Alfred Hitchcock's angry birds. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock's angry birds Edgar Post, tiny <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock's the angry birds. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Wood. Ed Wood. Oh, yeah. Ed Wood would make Silent Hill yeah. downpour. Bam! Except starring a tranny. <laughs> I think Ed Wood would make... Uh, Castlevania, uh, except that, yeah, I think it would just be Castlevania. <laughs> there you go. one. the original character art. Now, I think he would make, he would make some kind of, uh, sprawling attempt at something that had undersea monsters and involved Cthulhu and some other stuff, but he would only have, like, five college kids making it, and it would look terrible and would be totally disjointed, but for, for, for... You know, two people, it would be the most amazing thing on Earth when they discovered it 30 yeah, years later. He would be well, kind, of a, kind of like a Derek Smart, I think. He, he would just go, he would just have, he'd just be way too ambitious to have, like, no budget. Yeah. Like Tavia. There we go. Uh, speaking of which, HP Lovecraft. Uh, didn't they already make a bunch of Cthulhu games? Yeah. Good old Hewlett Packard Lovecraft. That dude made some pretty alright printers. <laughs> Actually, yeah, but that's squid ink. It doesn't stay on the page. Oh, no. Oh, man. HP Lovecraft himself worked in crafty video game. I mean, I guess we are he... assuming he has programming knowledge, I guess. I'm assuming for a second you put it in the uh, PlayStation, your TV just starts screaming. Yeah, exactly. I think that he would make a game where once you played it, you would become some kind of mindless drone that had a, uh, a connection to an undersea god. Maybe like a uh, an elaboration of LSD Dream Emulator. Oh, yes. I was thinking about myself. Yeah. How about Elvira? Elvira? Yeah. Mistress of the Night? You Mistress of the Night. I'd hang um, out with her. Uh, what if... Uh, let's say she's not making a game, but we're making a game about Elvira. Wait, no, I want to know the game that she would make. I'm going to think about that. I feel like she would make a game where you uh, where you have to pick the correct... Um, it, it would be a word game where you have to kind of describe pictures or images and, and describe them in the spookiest way possible. So it's kind of like 
words with friends combined with with draw something, but you have to. Well, I guess it's just well, draw. That would be words with fiends. Word with words, words with fiends. That's it. Yeah. Ooh, starring Elvira. Yeah. Starring Elvira's words with fiends. Uh, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson would probably make a really cool video game. He would make the Matrix. I feel like he'd make a really crappy like racing. He'd make like that crappy death metal racing game. He'd make a heck of a Doom Wad, okay? I don't feel like he's into race. You think racing? Rhythm yeah. action Doom Wad. Rhythm so, action Doom Wad. Yeah. Rad, yeah. Rad W. Yeah. Rad and, and finally, Stephanie Meyer. Stephanie. Oh, <laughs> Mistress of Horror, Stephanie Meyer. Oh, man. Oh, man. It, I, I would love to have Castlevania. a Castlevania. I would love a Castlevania that has Twilight vampires. It would just maybe shirtless Stephanie, Castlevania. Maybe, maybe Stephanie Meyer should make the Dracula's Wedding game. Yeah, there you go. Dracula Wedding, uh, Death is the... Uh, yeah, he's the death best man. Is in there. Death is the best man you're dating. Death isn't the best man, he's the last man. Ooh. Or is he the first man? He could be both. Why he's is the alpha man? Oh yeah, that's death a good is, also. Death, death is, is, death is traditionally portrayed by hey, a male. Hey, I read, I read Sam. This has been the Insert Credit Podcast. We hope you had a good time listening to it. Heck yeah. Uh, what you should do is you should go to the iTunes. You should leave us a five-star <laughs> rating. You should tell us how great we are. You should email us your questions at podcastinsertcredit.com. And if you have an audio response to one of our topics, if you can say something about that in 60 seconds or less, record yourself doing that and send that to podcastinsertcredit.com. We hope you have a spooky Halloween. Yeah. This has been Alex Jaffe. Boo. Frank Spaldi. Tim Grim Reaper Rogers reminding you not to get too drunk on Halloween. Brandon Murder Sheffield. <laughs> and Twitter.com slash Vito Giswaldi for a desperate. Oh, come on. I'm oh, so shit. desperate. Followers. Get out of here. Vito, yeah, you're a special guest. What if I don't get followers? <laughs> Vito Giswaldi. Is podcasting. Ooh. Podghost. Podghosting. <laughs> podghosting. Podcast over, yeah!